here's the big question. What if you had to start over from scratch and build a business with limited time and resources? Maybe the economy just pulled the rug out from under you, or you're in a business that's underperforming or a career that's going nowhere. How would you flip the switch to go from where you're at to where you want to go? A profitable business that supports your family and allows you to live the life you were meant to live. My name is Jason Liu, and each week I'm going to bring you guests that are further down the road while documenting my own journey. Welcome to the business of feeling good. Welcome to the Business of Feeling Good here, and uh, today my guest is Lauren Salon Ward, and uh, Lauren has been uh, not only an influence marketer, um, she has her own PR business right now that we're going to get into. Uh, she's, she and I worked kind of in the foxhole and in the trenches when it came to network marketing, and kind of what I absolutely love about Lauren is, A, she's got an incredible work ethic. She follows through um, with her work in a quality that for me, I think is incredible when it comes to her branding, her marketing, um, her just the overall professionalism of what she builds is incredible. And I think what was I'm most grateful for with Lauren was we were kind of at the end dregs of um, and in the foxhole when it came to network marketing. And uh, it was a really cool experience kind of to be back to back, kind of fighting the good fight um, when it came to network marketing. So I'm grateful to have her on here today. Um, I know she's on to new projects. Um, she's got a brand new house. She just celebrated her husband's 40th birthday. Um, so I'm kind of excited to dive into her, uh, her story and her background. So Lauren, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for that lovely introduction. I'm like, gosh, I need to like get way more podcasts on, on my calendar. It feels so good. <laughs> we'll just talk to you every day and every morning. we'll start the day like this. And replay this. Um, no, but so I wanted to kind of save kind of the catching up section because we haven't chatted in a little bit here. And I know that you have brand new business that you're, you're launching, you're promoting. I know it's around yeah. PR and I know it's around influencers, but tell me about kind of what yes. you're doing. Yes. Yes. So it's and it fits so well with the topic of this podcast and the theme and everything because it's technically a brand new business and also not at all. <laughs> like <laughs> so and and I'll back up a little bit and kind of start with my story because it'll all make sense because now with this business it's an influencer marketing and PR agency for entrepreneurs and it called Influence and Impact and I, my background is in PR and marketing. I mean, I spent the first like major chunk of my career in public relations and advertising and got crazy burnt out. And this was uh, about five years ago at this point, almost six years ago. And I left my last agency that I was at not knowing what the next thing would be. I was like so burnt out that I'm like, no, no, we, I need to just decompress first because like hobbies like I don't have those so I'm not sure what direction I would even pick to go into and and so I knew though at that time that you know I've I've always been very active and with my last job I was finding it very difficult to get in my workouts and prioritize my stress management and all of that stuff and so when I left it was so that I could reprioritize myself and those non-negotiables, and then also do work that I was really passionate about. And the work I was passionate about, that one I needed some time to figure out what the heck that was even going to be. And so I actually, and this is how we ended up getting connected shortly after that, um, started in network marketing, first to use the product specifically, and ended up getting paid my first month because I'm a natural sharer. I love, I love social media and sharing what I'm up to. And huh? I said, you're a very social person. Yes. Yes. And, and at, at my last agency, like social media for me and like posting on Instagram and stuff like that. And, and I like dabbled in YouTube for a little while. That was a creative outlet for me. So that's kind of how I got really excited about the social media space. And then, yeah, so I, jumped into network marketing for a product experience and was, was open to the business side, but came in for the products, started getting referral bonuses right out of the gate. And about six months in a few months in was like, okay, let's like, let's really go for this. Like, this is awesome. And yeah, I worked that business pretty hard for like three years, I'd say three years and loved it, learned so much. Um, and you like 
one of the best mentors ever. So thank you for that. I have learned so much from you and continue to do so. Um, and yeah, got to a point at this point, it was, it was about a year and a half ago, maybe, um, where it just wasn't feeling fun anymore. And while I was doing that, I mean, I was having so much fun coaching people with their own health journey and then also helping people build a business through network marketing. So still doing a lot of like social media and marketing stuff while doing health coaching. And yeah, I got to a point where it wasn't feeling fun and I wasn't super excited about it. And I'm the kind of person, if my feelings shift about the stuff I'm up to, like it's, it's pretty clear. And I like, can't just like power through inevitably. Like I have to like, I'll, I'll go crazy <laughs> and I need to make a change. So let me stop you there for one yeah. second, because like, I feel like this is a common thread, <clears throat> especially with entrepreneurs where we're kind of taught to take responsibility of our thoughts, our actions, our feelings, what we think, what we project. And we hit these walls every now and then where it's just like, I don't feel it. And how do you differentiate between like, like I'm maybe I just need to try harder or think about it differently or, you know, take responsibility of my thoughts here versus this is somehow not my path. And, yeah. and I've dealt, I've been really challenged with how to differentiate those two. Yes. And that's something that I think can definitely be tricky. And for me, I have always had a very uh, strong gut, if you will, in the sense of like my intuition and, and that yeah. sort of thing. And so if I, I can like assess my gut feeling pretty easily and quickly. And so I feel pretty confident in that for myself. And, and that's then it's like, okay, well, how'd you get there sort of thing. And, and the best thing that I could say for that really is I think you have to kind of step back and look at all the pieces of what's going on wherever you're at. So for me, it was, yeah, like grinding on my network marketing business, not having fun with it. And then kind of stepping back and looking, okay, what's like the big like end goal mm what are the ways to get there? Is this the only way? No, it's never the only way to get somewhere, like whatever path you're on. And is, okay, do I have it like in my heart and my energy to like keep on going and just like push through this funk or have I already done that a few times and do I feel like it's actually time to switch direction? So that's kind of how I, where I was at, where I felt like I had gotten to that point a few times and my, like I could feel it in my heart and my gut that it was just like, you know what, it's actually time for some space. And maybe we revisit at a later point, but now like we need a little change. Yep. Um, and for me, it's hard because I can always go back to, and like, I'll still have thoughts like this where I go, yeah, but I didn't try and put in the work that I know I could have to really get the results I was after. So maybe right. I do have to keep going or maybe I do have to try harder. And sometimes I think the whole point of that journey is learning how to approach like the next project, not necessarily go back into the same one with that new perspective. That's, that's such a great, I think that's a great way to frame it. Um, and such a great way to look at it because like there have been times where I'm like, but that person did it. So mm -hmm. and I'm so much <laughs> comparisons, the worst, like I'm so oh. much better than that person. <laughs> so if they can do it, I can do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I love the idea that it's preparing you for kind of that next step or that next journey. So how did you parlay it? So you're in this space where things aren't feeling great. Um, you don't have, you're like, I've done this a couple times. So with that kind of philosophy in mind, how did you end up parlaying that energy into what's next? Something new. Yeah. So yeah. I actually, over the last year. So after that, again, I was like, you know what? I need a change. I was a little entrepreneur burnt out too. And so I ended up taking on a lot of in-person personal training clients. I wanted to get out of the house more. I wanted to like be face to face with people more because, you know, when you're doing network marketing, yes, there's like your face to face, like through a screen like this, but it's not the same you know, cause you rarely are leaving your house a lot of days. Um, and so I wanted to like tap into a new network. I wanted to just completely mix it up. I was doing a lot of 
fitness competitions myself during this time. And so I wanted to really be fitness focused. And so I started doing a ton of personal training, which was like, for me, a bit of a break and I've loved it. And that's never necessarily been like the long-term plan, but I just, I needed something different and something, yeah, something new and kind of something that felt easier, if that makes sense. I think it makes such a big difference too, because like getting around, I think so often, at least for me, it was, I was stuck in the same space again and again and again, and all my examples of what was working and the way to success was one way. And I think even just stepping back and looking at whether it's fitness, um, I'm sure it was for you, but just being around different people and seeing what their models of success were and how they're doing it exposed me to so many ideas. I'm like, I never thought about it that way, or right? I'm, I'm interested in how someone else looks at it. So that's cool. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. And, and I'll say too, like this past year, like a lot of 2019 with that, like, let's kind of calm down some of the entrepreneurial stuff, like not calm it down, but like, let's like simplify there. Um, was also because I, I was in a, a chapter where I needed to really prioritize my relationship and my marriage and where I hadn't been for a long time. And so I allowed the work and like all that stuff to like not be the first thing, which is hard for me and was really important for that time too. And, and so, and all the while coming back full circle to the current business. So all the while, like during network marketing, I still had a social media marketing agency. And then of course was helping my, like my team, our team with social media training, like all that kind of stuff. And then for the last two years, I, so about two years ago, I closed my social media management company where I was helping people build their social media, um, and like running people's profiles for them and closed that. And literally like a month later got a request from like who I would consider a dream client to help them launch a product um, and, and do a lot of social media strategy around it. And I was like, Oh, but I just stopped this. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing this anymore. And I was like, but you're one of the few people who I will absolutely say yes to no matter like pretty much what it is. So let's do it. And so since then, over the last two years, I've gotten very specialized at running influencer marketing campaigns. So what that means essentially is like, for my clients that hire me, I get their product or event or whatever it is into the hands of quote unquote, a ton of influencers who then are going to share it on social media and bring a, t a lot more eyeballs, ideally sales to my clients. And so I've been doing a lot of that the last couple of years, um, as well as helping facilitate influencer collaborations, whether it's a like IG live, Facebook live or podcast, you know, bookings, that sort of thing for my clients as well. And so that's how, why I say like, oh yeah, it's a new business and also not because this business that I'm launching right now, or, you know, just launched a couple months ago, I've been doing it for several years, but also resisting doing it for real because my, all of my past experience working PR was insanely stressful. And like, so that's why I was like, heck no, I am not going all in on a PR business because I don't trust myself to not be a crazy person and work myself to death. So nope, we'll do it on the side as these projects come up and that's fine. And then I figured out like over the last few months, how to really reframe that because that's just a story you know it doesn't have to be like that because it was years ago right. so I, I was able to reframe that and approach this business in a way that feels really good and that I'm really excited about so so yeah so it's like a new business and not I love it I mean I, I think it's always been your strength you've always been thank you much you've been the kind of the savants you've had I think when you oh. do, I know when you've done, oh. so, <laughs> when you've done social media, I think that there's always your imprint on it. It's a very Lauren project. Um, and I think that with any type of work, I think it's, it's great when people can put their own stamp or flair or, or kind of their, their spin on it. Um, and you've done a great job of that. Like not only can you teach it, but I think you've done a great job of being able to really bring a lot of professionalism to it. And yeah, it just looks, it pops. It's very Thank you. you. So, yeah. Thank you very much. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to hear more about it. Um, I want to circle back though, because yes. I think so often um, 
business is always at the forefront. I think especially being entrepreneurs, we're always like, go, go, go. What's the next mountain? What am I going to hit? Where's my numbers? Um, more is better, bigger is better. And you touched on something really, I think, important, which was you had to prioritize your relationship. Um, mm -hmm. Because I've gone through that one, I think at least twice in the sense that the first go around, it was just me and Myvin. And it was, I was always, this was probably mid twenties for me, but I was always on the phone. Like I literally mm. didn't know how to not answer my phone at 12 o'clock at night or, you know, seven o'clock in the morning. And it was just always the relationship took a back seat. Yeah. Um, and then I found myself in that similar place, but in a different space when Aiden came around. So I had to have a daughter that's seven now. And then, you know, just trying to figure out how do I work in those pockets so that I can be present as well. Mm. So do you mind kind of touching on kind of either kind of what's that meant in terms of rebalancing and kind yeah. of finding that, that, you know, working on, on the relationship there? Yeah. Oh yeah. So for me, so this is like a year ago or so. And I was, I mean, my husband and I, and, and like, you know, we've talked through all this together, but we we're at a place where we were very much like living like our own lives and we lived together and we'd like, you know, watch a movie once a week and like do stuff together. But we weren't like really intertwining what we each had going on and not really sharing that. And, and so it was like on a slow, but like steady kind of distancing um, direction. And we, yeah. And so we were at a place where like I wasn't feeling fulfilled in my business and I just wasn't feeling happy. And like financially my business reflected that as well. And so I needed to have something that was steady and consistent. And like I said before, easy and had more defined like start and end times. Um, and that was really hard for a while. I think it took me a long time to actually like be okay with like keeping it simple and not adding a ton to my plate. And that's like, you know, that like adding all the things to your plate, like on the one hand, it's like, Oh great. Oh my gosh, you're so productive. That's amazing. It's so impressive. But I don't, I, and I used to see it that way. I don't anymore. I'm like, no, that's actually like me just making myself so busy. So I don't have to like really commit to one thing or focus on one thing, whether that's a project or like my personal life. It's like, Oh, I'm too busy. Sorry. Sort of thing. And so slowing down the business stuff really forced me to like be more present. And like, you know, we had stuff going on that we were working through that also required, like it was kind of a make or break year. Like either we decide to make big changes and reprioritize our relationship or like you go separate ways. Like that's where we were at. And so it was like making that very conscious decision. And there were plenty of times where I felt like so unproductive and worthless and like all this stuff, even though I had like a really successful personal training business, I was like, yeah, but all the other things that I want to do aren't happening at all. And so, yeah, so recalibrating and just giving myself a lot of grace. And I also last year, I forget when exactly, but it was like a good, the better part of the year last year, probably at least six months, I was dealing with depression. So I am no stranger to anxiety, have, you know, experienced that like since college off and on. It's, it's been so good the last like couple years. It's, I've really gotten a handle on it, but in this past year, like not only was I working through relationship stuff, but I was also like healing a lot of past crap, like of my own that I had never dealt with. And so once like all these major things going on, like major emotional traumas, like out in the open and on the surface, which in the past, I think were a major root of anxiety for me. But once they all came out, I hit like depression, like pretty solidly. Wow. Um, and for me, I think I was like, I, you know, I was still very high functioning, but it would be the sort of thing where, you know, I'd have personal training clients from about 7am to noon, do my own workout. And then I would come home and like shower, have some food or whatever. And it's 3pm in the afternoon. And I literally, there were like weeks. Yep. I'm like, I have zero energy to 
do anything else but sit here yeah. on the couch in my bathrobe and watch TV. Right. Like, and I felt like such a freaking sloth. And and I'm gonna put that like you know I felt worthless. And so for me, like I have a lot of worthiness stuff around how much I'm doing and how much I'm performing and success and all that. So for me, it was so hard because I've never experienced that uh, long a period of time of feeling like those really intense worthiness conversations. I've never experienced a time like a, such an extended time of questioning myself, doubting myself, like feeling so uninspired and unmotivated. And at the same time, I'm very grateful for it because I literally could not overwork myself. Like I could do like the simple, easy stuff. And then I was able to like be present and like make dinner and hang out with my husband and like go to bed early and stuff like that. And so while it was hard and didn't feel like myself and emotionally crappy, like I cried a freaking lot, <laughs> it was really important because it forced me to really slow down. And also I think when, for me at least, when I have those moments where I am forced to slow down and stop or whatever, I realize, oh, all that extra stuff that I was doing and making myself super busy with is actually not necessary, you know? And so when I started coming out of that, I would have like two hours of, I also actually, before we get into that, I also this past year was dealing with really severe um, sciatica pain. It wasn't sciatica. It was from a muscle overuse issue and, but giving me similar symptoms to sciatica. So nerve pain from yeah. hips to feet anytime I sat down for more than five minutes. So that also made it really hard to like sit at my computer and do anything. So it's like physically my body won't let me emotionally, my body won't let me cause I don't want to do anything. <laughs> and so once I started coming out of that, I'd have like two hours where I felt energized to do some work. And so I'd be like, okay, like if all I have is two hours, then I better make those two hours count. No more like of this like extra bullshit activities. Like you right. focus on the real stuff and like go. All you and, have energy for. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm like so grateful for that time period because I've, I think carried over a lot of that like hyper focus and like cut so much extra crap out. And now, you know, like we were saying like, oh, well, if three years ago I just focused like all in on that project, it's like, yeah, that's true. But like now I feel like so much more capable of being hyper present and staying hyper focused with my stuff. Let's talk about, I think that I've been there multiple times too, where you're just trying to pick yourself back up off the floor, um, where kind of your self-confidence is a bit more sh in shreds and tatters. Um, what worked for you? Because that's a lot. I mean, you, you're, you're, you're talking about, we, we talk a lot about the areas of your life. And, and, you know, when I think, especially as entrepreneurs, when, you're, when your career isn't on point, a lot of other things kind of, you feel very vulnerable in a lot of different areas. And I know that um, the other pillar for me is, is my relationship with my family, my wife and everyone else. And when those are in kind of peril a bit, you, I can spiral. I know I spiral. Yeah. Like when those aren't constants in my life, when I don't have that support and love there, I spiral. Um, and it's been interesting because the more entrepreneurs I've interviewed, the, the more this theme just comes up, it is, it is the place that we all hate being in, but it consistently shows up and it's not once it's not twice, but it just keeps showing up. So what, what worked for you this time? Like how yeah. did you kind of dig your way out of this? Because it's a real topic. It's a very raw topic and I appreciate you being vulnerable with it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so for me, it's getting workouts in and being consistent there has never really been an issue for me. So that's something that I was able to maintain, which for me, like lift, I do a lot of bodybuilding style training and lifting weights for me is very therapeutic and very meditative a lot of the time. And, you know, these issues come up like depression, anxiety, that sort of thing, when we get disconnected from ourselves. You know, when we're like separated from ourselves, there's crap in the way and 
we're not, I, you know, and this is very much simplifying it, but we're not able to kind of like really reconnect in our bodies and in our like minds and like into your, your soul, if you will. And so for me, like those moments of working out and exercising, like really helped me to like settle back into my body and feel really good. So that's one thing, maintaining that. Um, I, a lot, like I started just having a lot more of the really hard conversations that you never want to have, <laughs> like whether it's with my husband or like sharing stuff with friends who I trust that I'm not proud of, like the ugly stuff. Like, so having more of those conversations and within those conversations, like being okay, being vulnerable, like being okay, ugly crying, being okay, like looking bad, you know, cause most of the time, like it's not as bad as you think. And people aren't like, Oh my gosh, you're the worst. And then they run away and slam the door. Like that doesn't happen. Right. And, and so feeling safe, like sharing, sharing for me was major one. Um, and so, yeah, I'd say like consistent with fitness, like making sure you're eating well too. Cause I think, you know, you would agree with this. Our diets play a big part in how we feel. So mm-hmm. staying healthy and moving. And if it's not like, I know some people are like, oh yeah, like going to the gym. Yeah. Right. Like I wasn't dealing with depression that where I couldn't leave my bed, but maybe it's just like going for a walk outside the, around the block, you know, like, but moving your body. So, so important. Um, yeah. Having the conversation. So processing, talking it out. Um, and then I also started going to therapy, which was so helpful for me. And I will say like, I, researched therapists. So I got like numbers of who I was going to call. And then it took me six months to actually schedule an appointment. So, (laughs) so like it took me six months to actually follow through. And I kid you not. And this is like still so mind blowing to me. Like I said, I was dealing with a year straight of like really serious sciatica nerve pain. And I was like, getting massages once a week, chiropractic, acupuncture, like stretching an hour a day, like doing every single physical thing possible. And I like, I know the things to do and I was doing all of them and it went away within six weeks of going to therapy. Wow. And I didn't change anything I was doing physically. And it went away, like did a 180. And I still sometimes have little flare ups, but it was like comical how fast it went away when I decided to actually follow through on like dealing with some of the shit in a real way. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Like how well connected your body is to your mental uh, state. Like it's, yeah. it's freakish. Um, yep. It's just freakish. Like it, it, I've had my own experiences with it. Like it just, it, it manifests. So like your body's just like, you need to slow the F down right now. Like you yeah. need to deal with this. Yes. Um, and if yeah. you don't, it will bend you to your will. Oh so yeah. You yeah. It's like, how about that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And another thing that I did was, and I'm looking on my desk right now to see if I have the post-it, but I can't find it. But I, I gave myself a little like change your state kind of action item, if you will. So like, if I felt myself spiraling, like out of control of like, well, this isn't working then this, and you know how, then you pick everything apart and it's like meltdown city that was happening way too much. And I got to the point where I was like, this is absurd. I am getting sick of myself because I can't not keep doing this. And this is crap. (laughs) So I wrote out a little plan for, I'm like, okay, next time this happens, here's what I'm going to do. And I told my husband and I showed it to him. I'm like, these are the steps. And if I start being a crazy person and not like, I'm joking around using the word crazy, but I'm like, if I start going down that path, go tell me to grab that dang post-it and go through those steps. And it was something as simple as like take five deep breaths, like count to four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four, like that sort of thing. And then it was like, either say or write down something you're grateful for, like text somebody you care about and you trust, like move your body in some way. It was a few super basic things that if I started going down that path as regardless of how like valid I felt it was to have a meltdown, like if I started then I needed to just like switch gears immediately and go do that. And if after that, I still felt like I needed to have a meltdown, like I guess I could do it, but usually that helped. So something that really can be a strong pattern interrupt like that. Change your state immediately. Yep. 
Let's let's circle back to. So I had someone on a week ago that talked about therapy and kind of talked about stigmatisms around asking and reaching out for help. And I don't know if you've had that. I, I didn't know if that was something that was back there and saying, I don't know if I want to reach out for help. I don't know if I want to trust someone with my problems. I don't know how it looks. Um, but I remember before I came into the business where you and I worked in network marketing together, I had about a year where I was transitioning between two companies and I had um, a coach of mine who actually I'll interview in a few months from now who really spent a year with me. And it was not only just, he was an executive coach, but therapist the whole nine. And I, I can, I can say that if I didn't have that in my life at that time, I don't know how I would have worked my well, myself out of it because I think the challenge as an entrepreneur is you always feel like you can do it. You always feel capable, but when you're trying to diagnose yourself or deal with your own emotions, there's so many blind spots. And I just, there were so many things I had to unpack and look at and figure out, is this still serving me? Does this, is this really work with my belief system right now? And then, yeah. and then it went back to, there's a lot of forgiving. There's a lot of things that <laughs> um, there's a lot of me forgiving myself. And there's a lot of me going out and forgiving other people too, um, that I was just holding on to. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know, do you mind talking about kind of, you don't yeah. have to get direct into it, but kind of what that experience was like, or. Yeah. You know, I was at the place where I, I mean, obviously I just said that I, it took me six months to actually follow through with scheduling appointment. So I was like, mm-hmm. I know that this will be helpful. I'm like, and I'm going to still wait. (laughs) Um, But, and I don't know that it was, I felt stigmatized by it, or maybe it was just me being stubborn and like, no, I can do it myself. I don't need that, you know, that sort of thing. Um, And then it was also like, well, this is just another thing to add to my plate and I don't have the energy for it, Um, which was, you know, dramatic and an excuse. Um, But for me, like, I live in Los Angeles and I like everyone goes to therapy. So it's like, I don't feel very stigmatized by it at all. Um, And, and I don't think, I mean, and, and for me, like, and you as well, I'm sure like working as an entrepreneur and working in this space, like personal development, so many of my friends are life coaches in some capacity. And so we have like these kind of super intense, conversations regularly. So I think there was also, which is a great thing, but I think there was also some of that is like, no, I can just talk to my friends about this. You know, I can process with my friends. And it's like, no, actually, like, let's, like, for me, there was something, whether it was symbolic or what, of taking the step to contact a, like, licensed therapist Mm. to do it. So that was an important step for me, I think, more symbolically than anything because like I my therapist was great I'm not seeing her currently because I felt like I it was I needed it for a certain period of time and it was really helpful for that and I feel really equipped now and it's not like during sessions we were like really digging into stuff it was pretty soft I would say but really helpful for me yeah and that's the thing too like you know you can like shop around for therapists and like have a session with someone, have a session with someone else until you find someone that you feel like is a good fit as well. And will support you for where you're at. Like, it's not like, which yeah, can, can be intimidating, but it's not like you have to just go with like the first person who you spill your guts to. (laughs) No, I totally agree. I think, I think that that the trust between you and the person you're working with is so key. Um, Mm -hmm. And I remember the first person I worked with, it wasn't the right fit. In fact, it was a completely opposite energy. It was a much more aggressive approach to let, like, let's just get down to it. And I was just like, I don't, I, you know. Yeah. I saw someone actually like that. Um, in the beginning, I saw somebody like that and I appreciated the intensity and her questions. And it was like, Ooh, we would get some work done, but also I left feeling way worse than when I went in. And I was at a place where I was like feeling pretty terrible when I went in there. And so I felt worse and felt super judged based on, which yes, is my experience of it, but based on how she was framing questions, well, why would you do that? And I'm like, right. oh, this seems like not the way you should ask right. someone who's having a meltdown in your office, Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So, so yeah, so that was like the first one. And then tried a few more and found somebody that like felt good and helpful. Not like I was just like 
talking and not making progress, like talking to hear myself talk. But that was also supporting me and getting to where I wanted to be. Were there, were there kind of coming out of this space of like, Hey, I'm rebuilding myself back up. What's, were there any milestones along the way? Were there launching pads for you? Were there, um, kind of either tribes, mentors, events that you plugged into that kind of helped at least, um, because I feel like for me and for a lot of people, there's, there's the, there's the individual journey. There's the personal journey that we all go through when it comes to picking yourself back up. But then there's also the, there's this like new tribe, new energy. Like I like being around this that kind of catapults you to Mm -hmm. where you want to go. Um, what was it for you? Definitely. So one of the things like I love my training clients, like the gym I was, have been working out of and, and also it's a lot of my clients are entrepreneurs, but the space that I was in was also not necessarily that same, like really entrepreneurial, like fast moving, forward moving container that I had been used to. So, which was good. Cause like I said, I needed that, like less intensity, simplification. And I definitely over the last year felt that piece missing. Um, and so I actually, when did it start? I think in September, October last year, joined a mastermind and was it that one? I don't know, but September or October joined a mastermind. And I, that was one of the biggest catalysts for me to really get pulled out of my depression. Like I was, I was coming out of it myself. So I was on like the uphill, the upward like slope, if you will. And we had our first in-person weekend and like you get up in front of a room of like, you know, 50 people or whatever and share like what your intentions are and stuff. And one of the things that I said was like, yeah, part of why I'm here too is to like, remember how awesome I am because I feel like not. And And so being in that like really immersive three days, like it was a a six month mastermind, you have two in-person sessions. And so having those regular calls and being in that container, like for a weekend, that helped me so much just being around that energy again. And, and after that first in-person weekend, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so much like the me that I'm used to and that level of inspiration and motivation and energy that I, that's familiar to me. And, and that was a really big part of that. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Um, I think so often it's, it's, it's these, it's this pattern I see of you go in your own growth, you, you plug into something because you, I love, I think it's Jay Shetty who says you can't, you can't be it unless you see it getting around this new tribe of people where you're just like, I freaking love these people. And I'm inspired again to go out there and and take it all on again. And I think Mm -hmm. we go through these ebbs and flows again and again. Um, But I think it's fantastic. I mean, I think it's such a, I think there's, there's so much from that journey that you have that I think will serve you far beyond this one journey. It'll set you up for so many other wins later on in life as well. We're there kind of to tie a little bit of a bow before we kind of dive into your, your influencer marketing and um, PR group right now. Mm-hmm. What's, um, are, were there any lessons that really stuck with you through this? Um, were there, was there, I don't know, was there something that you're like, I really learned this on this journey? Um, I know mm. that's hard to simplify. Oh, that's a really good question. And I don't know what my answer is immediately. I think that I think a lot of the for me is I have, you know, in the past and a lot of where this all kind of came from and came to a head is that I feel like it's all up to me a lot of the time or I have felt that way and yes. whether it's like oh, if I'm going to make a lot of money or if I want my life to look like this, you know, yes, I have a husband who's amazingly supportive and like smart and all these things. And I'm like, yeah, but if I want this for us, like it's all up to me, which is irrational because it's not like anything in our lives has demonstrated that it is all up to me. You know, Mm -hmm. that'd be one thing if he wasn't supportive or a team player or anything, but it's not. And yet I've, always kind of have this like idea like, oh, I'm not safe and I can only count on myself. 
And so for me, it was, I think one of the biggest lessons of like feeling safe, um, which is simple and really, and kind of vague at the same time, but also like leaning on my partner, you know, like asking for help more. Um, so that I think that was a big thing was reminding myself that I'm safe and it's okay. You know, I don't have to work nonstop because if I don't, like everything is going to fall apart. (laughs) So yeah, I think that was, that was a big one. Thanks for being so vulnerable. Thanks for being so open about it. Um, I learned a lot. Um, and I think that, uh, it's a, it's a common theme that doesn't get talked. Not that your story is unique to you and it's a very unique journey to you, but I think it's something that a lot of us share in common that's not touched on or talked about enough. So thank you for being open to share. Yeah, of course. And, and I, I agree with that too, because like I was sharing about this junk when I was going through it and having like a tough stretch of several months and would share about it here and there on Instagram. And I would get so many messages from people of like being like, Oh my gosh, thank you. I'm dealing with this too. Like, and it's really empowering to, to know also like you're not alone in this and you're not like, you're not that unique, you know, like a lot of like, which is like, wait, wait, what, you know, but aren't we like amazing, unique unicorns, each but of aren't us I, yeah. and like, but no, actually, you know, like that thing you think is only like your problem or your struggle, or you think you're like, so terrible because of it. Like a lot of other people have done, like have the same stuff going on. So, so that's a big one too, is the like talking about it and not like keeping it all contained has been really powerful. I love well. it. I love that. I absolutely love Thank that. You. And it's it's a lesson I'm still trying to learn, um, as we all are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> talk to me kind of about the new intention. Like you've you've landed in this incredible space. PR is back on the map here. Yes. Uh, I know you're excited about it. It's kind of what's different this go around because it's always hovered in your your yeah. wheelhouse <laughs> in your space. No, and it's always been. I think it's always been your strength. It's it's something that's well, it's easy to say outside looking in, but what's different this go around and kind of where's that, where's that excitement fulfilling coming from, from, from this project right now? Yeah. So I kept getting like after that, you know, I already mentioned kind of the first project in, in this like specific focus a few years ago. And after that I got like, you know, kind of the same situation, but a different person was like, Oh my gosh, will you help me with mine? And I'm like, wait, what? Another like dream client literally asking, like coming to me asking for this. And that kept happening. (laughs) And I was like, oh gosh, (laughs) you know? And I'm like, I can't say no to this, right? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I can't say no to these things. Cause I, and I also like don't want to. And there were a few where, because I was doing this as a quote unquote, like side hustle, essentially, I would work on it like a side hustle in the sense that I wasn't building it to scale. I was like, oh, as this project comes along, well, this isn't the like main goal. So I'm just going to like, you know, drop everything else and I'll stay like be super focused on this for 90 days. And then I'll go back to like my own stuff. And so I had a few projects where like, as I'm in the middle of them crushing it for my clients, I'm like, yeah, but like, why can't I apply this same level of intensity to my own things? Like, this is crap, Lauren, you know? And then I got to a place where it's like, well, nope, I'm not going to do any more of those until I get like my own things to like level X, Y, Z or whatever it is. And then got to the point where, and I think I was listening to Shaleen Johnson said this, um, was like, you know what? Like, don't go with what you're going to be like most passionate about and the thing that's most exciting to you right now, necessarily like go with what's going to make you the most money, the fastest. And then kill it at that. And like, then you get to like, you earn the freedom and flexibility. And I was, and at that point I was more excited about designing my lifestyle than I was about exactly like what the work looks like. Nice. And, and again, like I can't really force myself to do work that I don't enjoy. So I'm like, I have another person asking me to do this. This is like in October. I'm like, I have another person asking for help on this and like, I shouldn't say no. I'm like, how do I? And so that's where instead of like, uh, like resisting it, I was like, now it's on me to figure out how 
I get to the place where this feels good and where I'm excited about this. And so I decided to actually approach it in a way that's scalable, in a way that doesn't feel like a fire drill, like all hands on deck for 60 days nonstop. Like, okay, how do I build this in a way that feels good, that I have fun doing in a way that is can scale? And another thing for me is I... I like to be the star too, which I'm going to say. So like when I'm oh, me. right. Yeah. I want, I want to be the star who's up on the stages and getting all the podcast interviews. And like, that's still a thing. And it's like, you know, I know that's like a, my ego is, is doing that. And we all she, have gets, it. she gets to, it's fine. And that's still like a real thing for me. And so I'm like, well, I'm like, or I can just like really kill it at this business. And then I get to be the star for doing this. So let's just go, (laughs) you know, let's do it. And for me, it also like, I got to rewrite my story around PR because like I said, that for me was a super stressful experience at my last agency. So I'm like, okay, I don't want it to feel like that at all. So I get to like reapproach how I do PR because it's not going to be like that. And, and then also I boiled it down to and i've i've said this a lot like oh, how do i how do i get paid to like basically make a lot of friends and then like connect my friends with each other because so many of my friends are amazing and they should just meet and do things together and i'm that's like a oh good quality question this right is there. pr like i'm like oh that's what pr is and so if i think about it in the sense of like oh my job my business is to like connect with really awesome people through the internet and in person but mostly through the internet and then see how they can get connected to the other people that I know, like that's what my business is. And that sounds to me like so freaking cool. And I'm like, don't tell anybody that that's what I'm doing for work. Cause it's so ridiculous. That's incredible. <laughs> that's amazing. So, no, that's yeah. And that's how it should be. Right. So what I, and that's the kind of stuff I do anyway. I'm like, Oh my gosh, do you know so-and-so and so-and-so you guys have to meet because you guys would love each other and you have to like be on each other's pockets or whatever it is. And I'm like, okay, that can be a business. Like, yes. Like what I do is a bit more strategic and systemized than that. But at the end of the day, it's making authentic connections with people and then seeing how, where those like natural kind of, additional connections and partnerships can be made. That's awesome. So everyone, by the way, should follow Lauren. Where can they find you? And then what's coming up on the docket for you? So what do you have? How can people plug in? Um, If you do have your own project that you want to launch, or if you are trying to get traction when it comes to social media and PR, where do they find you? Or how do they, how do they, how do they plug in? So you can find me online at laurensalon.com. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-S-A-L-A-U-N.com and Instagram at Lauren Salon. Um, and yeah, so what I've got coming up right now, um, I am doing, my team and I are running influencer marketing campaigns. So if you've got a launch, whether that's an event, a product coming out, you name it and you want to get like a lot of eyes on your stuff and ultimately sales, like we can help with the influencer marketing side of things. And then I'm also doing a really hyper-focused podcast booking offering. So like getting my clients on, you know, multiple podcasts a week, whether again, that can be in preparation for a launch. We can do like an all out like media tour, podcast tour campaign or more of like a steady kind of awareness campaign. Um, so, so those are kind of the two like juicy things that I've, I'm doing right now with my clients that I'm having a lot of fun with. Um, and then I will also have a course coming out in April. I don't have the exact date yet, but coming out in like mid to late April teaching y'all how to do that for yourself. So whether that's collaborating with influencers, um, getting yourself booked on more podcasts, pitching yourself to media, uh, establishing brand partnerships, doing a course all around how to effectively do those things so you can get more brand visibility, become more of an authority in your field, and ultimately get more clients and sales. And so that course is really great for like uh, more like early stages entrepreneurs or like lower multiple six, lower six figure entrepreneurs. Um, or even if you 
are like the in-house social media or PR person at a company or for an entrepreneur. It's a great thing for like somebody in someone's team to take as well. So yeah, so those are, those are the things that are, are going on and I've got coming up. Well, from getting to be coached by you personally and working with you personally, I highly recommend diving into Lauren's courses, events, Thank whatever you. you can get your hands on. I will add, depending on when we exactly launch, I'll make sure to add in the show notes the websites and areas that they can find you as well. Yeah. So if you guys yeah. are looking for it, just look in the show notes, click on it, and we'll connect. But um, Lauren, we're up against the wall, and I yes. just want to say thank you. Um, thanks for being... Yeah. Thanks for being you, but thanks for being so vulnerable and open to share about your journey and story because um, it's it's a it's a vulnerable place to be, but it's also I think such an, a powerful place to be. And from knowing you through some of the transitions and shifts and changes, you sound in an amazing spot. And Thank I you. am really happy for you. I'm super excited for the world to get to know more of your work. And um, please do me a favor and thank Charlie as well for uh, sharing oh. you and your time with, uh, with us. So thank you. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I, I loved this. Yeah. Thank you. Right. We'll talk to you soon and we'll have you on again. Thanks again. I hope you guys grabbed some great value out of today's conversation. If you want to further the conversation, I'd love to meet you personally. We've got a free Facebook community that you can dive into, free content, more resources, and I do lives every single week where I get a chance to interact with you and help coach you on exactly what you need. If you want to find it, you can find us at The Business of Feeling Good, or you can search the hashtag BOFG. Again, that's hashtag BOFG. If you like this episode, please share it. I'd love to hear from you. Your comments, your reviews truly mean so much to me. It's the lifeblood of what keeps me going, and it's how I craft the content that's better going to impact you. I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.